Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it's a Wednesday, and uh, hopefully everybody is uh, staying warm out there. It's getting chilly here in Dallas. Um, interestingly enough, the stimulus bill looks like it may be going through, and the Dow is uh, sort of rallying, not, you know, not really hugely, but, um, you know, it's it seems to be moving up. So, you know, um, hopefully it will, it will make, uh, you know, it will make some difference here, but, uh, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's get into it. Here's the market direction. You know, the market direction is, uh, definitely in a uptrend. Uh, the NASDAQ is 12,408.60 and, uh, both the S and P 500 and the Dow Jones are up. Of course, the Dow Jones is, uh, Moved up 219 points, so that's pretty good. And I think that's based on the, uh, you know, the potential for a stimulus bill, which would definitely, um, you know, bring some relief to some of the industries that have been hurting, the, especially the ones that haven't been able to open up. So uh, hopefully that will, you know, hopefully that will happen, and uh, you know, we will see some some moving up in it. But uh, basically, we have, uh, you know, the spider is above that key level. The one, uh, the three sixty level, and so it is. Uh, it's moved up about a dollar and twenty seven cents a day, just about point three five percent. So not a whole lot, but definitely going in the right direction. The uh, volume's down a little bit, so it's sort of weak. But uh, you know, we're above that key three sixty level, so that is very good. And uh, you know, hopefully, it pretends um, you know some uh, you know some good stuff in the future. Um, uh, in terms of the uh, QQQ, um, that is, uh, you know, that's also chugging right along and uh, is up $1.28 or about 0.42%, which is also very good uh, coming into, you know, so we definitely see money flowing back into the market, you know, after this little bit of a rotation. Uh, and, of course, the most important one, of course, for the people that are value investors, of course, is the um, is the the what they call the diamond. And this is the world's largest ETF that deals with the Dow Jones 30. So and this is up today, too. So kind of use this as a proxy. Uh, it's above a key level. And that three, key level uh, is about 300. So looking good there as well. Um, you know, are we out of the woods? Well, I don't know if we're out of the woods yet. But, uh, you know, we're, you know, I definitely like this, uh, you know, this, this movement back in the market. And I think the stimulus is helping a whole lot on that, uh, on that. Now I did add to the small portfolio today. Uh, I added a uh, interesting stock. I was waiting for this to come through, um, earnings and it, er, and it did really well and it gapped up and that is CrowdStrike symbol CR. WD and it's up $19.77 a day, about 13.97%. Now I wish I had gotten it right at the beginning of that run, but uh, at least it's, it's moving up and I do think, you know, it's making a new high. So we'll see how it does component. Uh, the overall rating on the stock is 89. So that's quite good. The volume, but the, the key here is it's up strong and it's up on huge volume, 286% up. So that indeed is very, very good. Just wanted to give you a kind of a rundown on my current holdings. Um, you know, I've been kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of uh, rearranging the deck, the, the chairs on the Titanic here. So here we go. Uh, you know, NET, Cloudflare, it's up uh, about $2.99 a day or about 4%. So that's pretty good. Tupperware is up again. 
two dollars and ninety four cents, or about eight point six three percent. So it's doing really well, but on kind of weak volume though. So that's not as exciting. Blink charging, eh, it's off a little bit, but uh, and the volume's up, so it seems to be settling in at about that twenty two dollar range. So hopefully it won't go any lower. But I do think that they have a good uh, they have a good business model, and hopefully we'll see some more. Um, upward potential in there. Progeny, uh, progeny kind of holding in there at 36.98, up about 0.52 cents, uh, about 1%. AMD is down just a buck, but still, yeah, it's down a little bit. I doubled my position in that. So, and then had a good sharp ride, but we'll see. Hopefully, it will uh, move up from here. I'm hoping that is the case. Uh, PayPal, uh, it's up again, $2.29. Uh, uh, now, there's a key level here. If it can break through about this 215 level, I think it's going a lot higher. It's up about 1.28%. Apple's up again just slightly, not a lot, 0.11%. This is kind of a slow poke, but hopefully it's going higher. It's got a real, it's got a very nice chart pattern, and I bought it off that chart pattern. Bought CrowdStrike today again. Of course, that's up 13.75%. And I have uh, also a position in Palantir. Now, I came back into Palantir, uh, as you might have known, uh, I sold Palantir into earnings, waited for it to come through earnings, it pulled back, and then I'm buying it on the rebound. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I did it right, and that will, you know, <laughs> that will allow me to to get into the, you know, get into the stock at the right level, and uh, you know, but we'll see. You know, it's it's always a, you know, entries are the entries are, are the bane of my existence. It seems like I mean, I always, you know, I'm always trying to get the good entries, and because uh, it does make a lot of difference in how you're going to, you know, how the stock is going to, is going to play out. So without further ado, thanks for waiting. Uh, and with first question is from SP. Hello, sir. Is Spelunk a goodbye? Uh, thank you. Okay. Let's take a look at the chart for Spelunk. That's S P L K. That's the symbol for Spelunk. And of course it's a NASDAQ it's stock. Let's take a look at Spelunk. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, um, let's look at the weekly chart first. You always start with a weekly chart to get the uh, idea of the uh, of the direction. You know, it was going along so good, and then it hit earnings, and then uh, it fell off the cliff. Uh, it's pulled through the 200-day line. We don't want to buy it at this level. Um, you know, this is the reason why I always implore people, you know, coming into earnings, you don't always have to do this, but I, I like to do this if I have bought the stock and I don't have a lot of a cushion in it, what I will do is I will sell the stock into earnings, and then on the rebound, I'll buy it back. Now, sometimes you give up a little bit for that, but, um, you know, <laughs> it can save you a hell of a heck of a lot of money because even because, unfortunately, they just came through earnings and their sales were down. So they they took it in the chin, and, you know, I, I just don't know, you know, what uh, what – you know how how it's going to go there. Just wanted to kind of go through the go through everything here. Uh, in a growth stock, it's so important that you um, you know th that the sales continue to go up, and when they don't, that's kind of when you got to bail. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, the relative strength here is sixty five. I typically like to see at least eighty on that. Uh, let's look at this. Let's do the smell test. Well, it has got four out of nine, six out of nine is my minimum. You know, so here's the thing. For Spelunk, I think you have to kind of take a, you know, I think you kind of have to, um, it's not a buy. I mean, it's absolutely not a buy. Spelunk is not a buy. So 
just uh, you know, maybe keep it on your maybe keep it on your watch list, but I wouldn't buy the thing right now. Good afternoon. I am planning to invest 40k on Tesla on the next pullback around um around 540 and 20k on Apple. Is it a good decision or is it better to invest in multiple stocks? Please suggest. Thank you. Well, that's a very good question, SP, and I thank you for listening to me. Um, here's how I invest in stocks. And of course, this is just a you know, this is just a um, you know, this is just a suggestion. I do what they call position trading. I'm going to clip, uh, move over to the small portfolio and kind of show you what I mean by that. Well, when you invest, you should never you, think of your investment as a as a pizza pie. And let's say, for instance, that pizza pie is worth $10,000. I'm just making this up, but you can add zeros or not. Uh, there would be eight slices in that pizza pie. So you as you as you move into positions, you want to move in kind of pizza slice by pizza slice. So you don't want to you don't want to put it in any more than one position at a time. If you put in one position and it's good and it and it shows some strength, then you get another one and then you get another one. Try not to have more than about three full positions. Uh, what I do here on 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 the watch list here is I have a watch list that shows you exactly, and I and I update this every day. What is in the zone? For instance, Palantir Technologies here, um, on the with the value of this, um, uh, the, what I have in this one, on a consolidation base, basically shows that I can buy thirty-seven of those. So if I buy thirty-seven of those uh, little stocks there, you'll see that it only takes up one pizza slice, and then you can see there it is over on Palantir. So that's about one one percent. So here's what I would do if I was going to do. Um, the Tesla one. I wouldn't go in with any more than maybe one or two full positions. So if you're looking at, um, let's say you were looking at a $40,000 portfolio, uh, then you would multiply that, you divide that by eight, which would give you the number of, uh, the, the number of, you know, the amount that you should invest in that. So I wouldn't invest the entire amount in uh, Tesla and Apple. Though those are two very good stocks, I wouldn't invest the entire amount. I would hold off and, um, you know, and basically invest uh, one eighth, one eighth, and one eighth, and that's how that's how I would do it. Um, so, in terms of the entry point for Tesla, I'm also waiting for Tesla to move to a new buy point. So, let's bring up the Tesla chart and take a look to see kind of if there's any, you know. It, what you know? What's going on there in terms of where could we enter this thing? Uh, you know, where could we properly enter Tesla? Okay, so first of all, we go to the weekly chart. We do have an ascending chart. We always—that's the first thing you always check for—is to see that the that that the that the chart is ascending, and definitely that's true with Tesla. So that meets the first test. So then let's go to the daily uh, chart to see if we can find an entry point. Well, as you can see. Tesla has pulled back to the 10-day moving average. That's this little pink line I have here. Now, the next stop is this, this other line, this green line, called the 21-day exponential uh, moving average. Now, as you can see, it pulled right back to the 10-day line, and then it bounced up. So right now, there's resistance right about here, right at 600. So what I want to see in order to, uh, to buy Tesla is I want to see it move to above 600 a share. I want to see it to move right in this area. So I want to see it move above that. And when it moves above that on strength, that's volume, 
then we have a buy point. And I will be covering this in the action trade alerts. So it's super easy to get on the list for action trade alerts. All you have to do is go to the website, www.dallastradingfloor.com, and then sign up, and uh, you will be on the list. It Basically, the website, it's super easy to do. You just go over to the website, and there it is. I'll show you the picture of the website here. And just right here, first, last, and email, hit the subscribe button. You'll be on the action trailers, and I will be covering uh, I will definitely be. I will be definitely covering uh, Tesla in terms of buy points. So if you want to, if if you want to, to get in on that. So next question. Thank you, Christian, for waiting. Thoughts on NNDM Nano Dimensions uh, and cost on. Uh, oh, your cost on Tesla is five five two. Should I buy or sell more? Thanks, Jim. Okay, on the first question. Great question there. Um, uh, on on the adding or, or or you know adding to your position in Tesla, you're in a great position, but I wouldn't add until it moves above 600. That's the key. It moves up six. It moves above 600, and I think you have a good place to add. I basically uh, sold all of my shares at uh, 570, and again, I'm just waiting for it to move uh, past that resistance at 600. So. That's what I'm doing, um, and of course, it, hopefully you're on the net, action trade alerts, and I will be sending out information on that as well. So um, there we go. Okay, so let's look at NMDM. I'm going to pull over to the charts here. Um, NMDM. So this is Nano Dimensions. Nano Dimensions. Okay, this is a uh, Israeli company. Kind of interesting. Uh, so we definitely have quite the UN when it comes to when it gets into stocks. We want to first look at the weekly chart always first to get a general uh, general trend. Now, here's a little bit of a concern. We have a downward slope on the trend, but it looks like it has broken trend right about here. So that so that is good. So it's broken trend, and that is a good thing. So we, we are in an uptrend, which is a good thing. We have a 99 relative strength. That is good. Uh, and we are we are we are we are getting new highs. Now it seems to be moving right up to the 21-day exponential. Here, let's take a look to see kind of what's happening here. Uh, they're basically uh, they develop um, uh, ink uh, materials for uh, ele- uh, electronic circuit board etching. So that's a very that's a good industry, uh, sort of a printing play, but a printing play with electronics. So definitely like their sector. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, though, we have a problem when it comes to their earnings. They just aren't good. I mean, they're they're decreasing earnings. I wouldn't recommend this one because we are in a situation where they just don't have the earnings and 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 not excuse me, not the earnings, the sales. In a, in a growth stock, you're looking for good sales. Let's see if we could take a look at the smell test. The smell test, what I say is a smell test. It's basically looking at you know how it stacks up. So six out of nine on this on the spell test is good, and we do have some. You know we do have some funds in it. This is a highly speculative stock, and it's under fifteen dollars. So it's it's difficult to play this one. Here's what I would do. Uh, I probably would not buy this at this price. I want to see if it's going to either. Uh, I want to see if it's going to settle at about five dollars. If you if this has a base pattern, this is a watch list. So don't buy this one right now. Watch list this one, and I think you might be you you might be okay on this one. But I just wouldn't buy this right now. It just doesn't have enough good stuff 
in there to, to, to make that happen. So uh, just to reiterate, with your Tesla, wait until it moves above about 600. That is the ceiling, and that's a good time to add to a Tesla position. Uh, so there you go. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, take a question from the next, next question. Your thoughts on Starbucks? You know, Starbucks probably, and I and I haven't looked at it in a while, may be a little bit impacted by the coronavirus because they've had to shut down so many locations. But it it seems to still be, you know, this the the chart seems to be still it's fairly good on this. So, you know, it's always. It's always interesting. So let's kind of let's just kind of go through the chart and see if we've got anything. Well, we've got a nice upward trend. That's definitely true. It's there. So that is looking good. This is, by the way, what I'm doing here, I'm kind of going through the steps that you need to go through when you're picking a stock. The first thing you do is you open your chart and you look at the weekly chart and you, you look at what is the general overall trend. And the, the trend for Starbucks is up. Also, the next thing to look is where are the 200-day moving averages. On many charts, this is a black line. Sometimes it's a blue line, but it's the 200-day moving average. Make sure that the, that it's above that 200-day moving average. Those are the first two things that you do so that you know that it's in a confirmed uptrend and the uptrend is accelerating. So that's a good thing. Now, the next thing I look at is, is a kind of a specialty indicator that may not be available on your charts, and that's the relative strength. Currently, the relative strength, it's, this, it's different than the RSI. This is the relative strength on based on a yearly basis versus the S&P 500. Currently, this is a 72. I typically only like to buy ones that are 80 uh, on this. So let's, let's, uh, you know, let's go through this again. So that, that fails on that point. Uh, we, have, um, we have sales. But they seem to be they seem to be moving downwards. So, uh, you know, Tesla. I mean, Starbucks is under pressure when it comes to their stores. So that's not something I really like. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is only five out of nine, and I need six out of nine minimum. So I'm going to reject this one. Uh, also, we we have to have increasing fund ownership. It looks like the funds are starting to sell this one. Now, if we if we're under the COVID thing for a long period of time, this one may be a short. This may be a short, but for right now, I wouldn't recommend Starbucks. So, thank you for the question. I appreciate it. It just is not performing well in the current market. So that's kind of where um, you know where I am on that one. Okay, so let's let's take a look uh, at some of the TikTok. Thank you for holding on on TikTok. Um, when do uh, when do you think Airbnb is going online? I, I think by that you mean when is it when is it going to IPO? Um, I am not sure about that, but uh, let's see if I could I could find an upcoming. Uh, let me see if I can find any upcoming news on that uh, to see. And I'm going to put Air. B&B. Let's see if I let's see if I can pull up any information on that. Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Upcoming IPOs. Let's see if it's on there. Uh, okay. Let me see if I can, well, huh, okay. Well, I it's not an IPO yet, and I don't know exactly when it's coming on, but I'd be a little bit careful in this kind of environment with, you know, with some of these uh, stocks that are based 
uh, you know, on travel and leisure. I just don't think this is going to be a good area to be in. Um, but I will try to, I can't give you an answer right now, but I will try to get some, some more, uh, you know, some, some more information on that for you. Good question, Robert. Um, sell SBE before earnings or after merger? Well, let's look at SBE. I almost always, so let's look at the events for SBE. There we go. And that's switchback um, acquisition. Okay, it's a blank check company. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with uh, blank checks. Um, I personally don't really like them that much. I would, you know, but here's what I would do if I were in the stock right now. I think I think it's wise to buy and rumor, sell on news. So uh, I would sell the day before the merger because, you know, it probably will retreat. Uh, that would be my guess. But but uh, SPACs are very, very hard to judge because they tend to be very volatile. You don't know exactly what they're investing in. You don't know how, exactly how it will perform. And the reason that people do this is because in order to get a quick listing on the exchange and take advantage of the market, they they use these shells, these companies that have already been listed and maybe delisted, and then they just reverse merger into them. And then obviously they have a company that will go right onto the exchange. But I would recommend selling it if I it was if I was holding it now, I would sell it right before it merged. I think that you know that's your safest bet. It you know here's the thing: it's better to have a small piece of pie that have no pie at all. So, so sometimes it's better to uh, to sell before. So that's what I would recommend doing. Hey, happy Thursday. Uh, uh, EXP, World Holdings. Let's look at it. Um, okay, EXP. Let's see what we got here. Eagle Materials. Uh, and it's weekly. So let's look at the weekly chart. All right. Good deal. It... First off, it uh, it's it has a it has a nicely ascending chart, so I like that. I like to I, I, that's the first thing I like to see. So that so that's looking good. Uh, you know, let's kind of look to see if we have we have we have uh, uh, sales we have sales increases, which I'm which I like to see. I like to see that. So that's good. Uh, we have just come through earnings, it looks like, and they were up, so that's good. Uh, this is a little bit concerning. It's only a 61 relative strength, so it's already got a black mark for me. Um, let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine, so that's good enough, definitely, for the smell test. It works. And let's look at the uh, uh, the funds that are in it. We do have decreasing funds, but we do have a, a good one, this federated fund. And here's what I would do on this one. I, you know, it's up $3.32 today. Let's look at the daily chart to see if there's any entry point in here. Um, you know, I just don't think I would, I, I would watch this as well. I just don't think I would be a buyer on this one quite yet. It might, it, 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 it might uh, move higher. I wouldn't even consider buying this one unless it, it uh, closes above $97.79 on heavy volume. So I think this is a watch list right now. I don't think this is a buy. Uh, I really thank you for the question though, but I don't think this is a buy right now. Um, let's look at snap. Uh, is it a buy today? Well, S N A P. And of course this used to be called Snapchat. And now of course it is just snap. Um, so snap, <laughs> here's the weekly chart. Let's look at it. Um, great. Okay. So we got a very nice run on this. I'm liking I, I like this action here. That's this is good. We had a gap up, 
We had a gap up right there, so that's powerful. This is a sort of a flag pattern, potentially. Yeah, so that's looking, that's looking fairly good there. Uh, I'm liking that snap. Uh, one, for, yeah. So this may be a buy. Let's take a look. Uh, we've got, yeah, nice, nice earnings. Um, yeah, we've got we've got good volume in here that just since the since, you know, so there's been some there's been some serious earn, you know, we're a little bit we're through earnings, so that's good. It's 98. Let's look at the checklist. Wow, eight out of nine. That's very good. Uh it's good there. Let me look at the one minute. Let's look at the fifteen minute chart to see if there's a place that we could buy this thing. Yeah, you know what? I I uh, I like this. I like this. I I if you wanted to, you know, and I don't know if I you know I would like to do a little bit more research myself. But you could buy this right at this point, and I think I think you'd be I think you'd be fairly good. Now, if you do buy this at this point, you want to be careful and you want to set your stop loss. I would set it at two and a half percent. I basically set it at this line here, which is the twenty-one day exponential. So if I bought it this price, if I bought it, if I bought it this price, I would set my stop loss fairly tight at forty-two seventy, because I, you know, if it pulls back, uh, it, you know, if it stays above that twenty-one day exponential, you're good to go. Uh, but yes, you could absolutely buy this right now and probably do very, very well. So. I appreciate that. Uh, snap looks uh, looks good. <laughs> looks good. Um, thoughts on L uh, FSLR? Let's take a look at FSLR. FSLR. Okay. Well, it helps if I put it in there right. There we go. FSLR for solar. This was really this was a hot one. Uh, this is on a lot of watch lists uh, recently. Uh, I think it's still doing pretty good. It's got a 91 relative strength. I'm liking that, uh, definitely. Oops, there we go. 91 relative strength. We have a nicely ascending chart. It looks like it's pulling back to the 21 day. I'm liking that. Uh, and it, you know, here's the thing. And it looks like it's pulled right to the right to the 10 day exponential. A lot of a lot of professionals buy at this. Here's what you can do on this one. Let's see if there's a let's see the weekly chart. Just kind of make sure. That we've got a good trend. Okay, well we do have a good trend, so so that's good. Now it is a little bit. It, it, well, we just came up. We just came off a base, so the cup buy point was eighty one seventy eighty one eighty seven. So if we were to go five percent above that, that'd be four. So that'd be about eighty five. It's a little bit extended. It's about three dollars extended over the correct buy point. Uh, wait for this thing to pull back to about 85. If this thing pulls back to about 85, I think you might have a buy here. Let's take a look at the, uh, you know, at uh, the change. Okay, so we've definitely got increasing sales, so that's good. Let's look at the fund, 62%. I'm liking that. Typically, the biggest runs in a stock come from when it's going to about from 20% fund owners to about 65% of fund owners. It's 62% here, so it's definitely in the range. So that's very good. Um, let's take the smell test. Okay. Well, <laughs> eight out of nine. That's a very, very good checklist. Um, increasing funds. You know what? I think you might have a buy here. Uh, and I don't normally say that, but, uh, I think you might have a buy on this one. Uh, but the thing is try to wait, try to see if it pulls back to about 85. If it does and it reverses, 
then I think you have a good buy. And this is a good stock. So, um, you know, even if you did buy it a little bit extended, I don't think you'd be too, uh, it would be too much risk. Here's the thing when you buy this, when you buy it, make sure that you put your stop loss about 2.5% below where you bought it. And that's going to give you protection in case it pulls back on you. But the, the ideal way to do it right now, it's pulling back. So if it reverses off of that 21-day exponential, then at you know at approximately about $85, that might be a good place to buy it. So uh, really interesting. And it definitely is, uh, First Solar is a buy. And I like this one a little bit better than Snap, actually, uh, based on the chart. So uh, there you go. Um, okay, here we go. Thanks, Nesh. Um, I'm in at 80. Should I rebuy or sell? You know what? I think you. I think you might want to buy. <laughs> I think you want, might want to rebuy right now, and and push your stop loss up, so that if it pulls back, then you're then you're protected. But I think Dinesh, you've made a good buy there. I think you have made a very good buy, and uh, you know that might be that might make sense. Uh, you know, I definitely think it's buyable at about eighty five. It's currently eighty eight. Uh, 92. So it's a little bit high. See if it pulls back and reverses. But the fact that you're in an 80, that's a good, that's, that, that's a, you know, that was, that's a good place to be in. I think that you're, you know, you're right under that 40 day. Uh, you're right under, you're right at that 40 day line. So that's very, very good. What I'm talking about here for everyone just kind of is that there's three lines that I look, there's four lines that I look at. One is the black line on the chart, and I'll just pull the chart up here for first soil to kind of show you what I'm talking about here so that you can <laughs> you can see this. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, I'm simulcasting this on YouTube at youtube.com slash trading floor. And it has all of the charts and everything. I can only do a static background on TikTok. So it was TikTok. So sorry about that. But there are several lines that you should be aware of. One of them is this black line here, and that is the um, you know, and that is the, um, the, 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 the 200 day moving average. You don't want to buy anything below that line. So if the, if the stock is below that line, you don't want to wait, you don't want to buy it. Then this red line, this next one up here, that is the 40 day line. And that typically is where I like to really buy, uh, really buy stocks as they pull down to the 40 day and reverse. Then there's two other lines here that you can't really see. One is a green line called the 21 day exponential. And then there's a top one, which is the 10 day. So if the fact that, uh, the fact, Dinesh, that you were able to buy this at the 40 day is really, really bullish. And I think you have a good buy there, but I would consider adding to that position. I think you might do well. Uh, that's what, that's at least what I'm seeing on the charts. So, uh, I think that's a, that's a, that's a good place to be. Thank you, Kian. Uh, let's look at Tupperware form and snap. I, we talked about snap, but let's look at Tupperware. It seems to have been getting some new strength. I'm in Tupperware on the small portfolio. Actually, I have it in another portfolio too. Uh, I've done fairly well with Tupperware, which is kind of amazing because it's not really my, you know, I'm more, you know, I'm more of a tech investor, but you know, I, I can't complain. I've done I've done pretty well with with, uh, with Tupperware. I don't know why Tupperware is doing well. I can't figure it out. But I'm not I'm not asking too many questions. I'm just you know I'm just buying it totally off the technicals. I don't even really, you know, uh, my mother, God rest her soul, used to use Tupperware a lot, but I haven't really seen it since you know for 20 years. But it, it seems to be doing really well because look at this. It's got a relative strength of 99, so that's excellent. It's trading above the 21 day line. And we just had this pull up. So 
gosh, $2.98. I don't know who's buying all this Tupperware, and but the volume's down a little bit. So that's that's possibly an issue. And, you know, the volume is a little bit less than it normally is. But, you know, it seems to be moving very nicely uh, up to this uh, $36 level. So, you know, can we continue to buy it at this level? Well, let's look at the checklist. Well, it's come off a little bit. It was it was eight oh nine. It's now only seven oh nine, but it's still very good. Uh, and we have increasing fund ownership. So it's kind of amazing that people would be so into Tupperware, but they seem to be. <laughs> so, so where could you buy this thing? I don't really think there's a good place to buy it. The last really good place to buy it was kind of where I, I came in, was right about here where it, where it bounced off the 40-day line. I think that's what you kind of kind of wait, kind of got to wait for is a bounce off this 40-day. And I think if you can get a bounce off this 40-day, it might be a good place to buy it. So. For that to happen, it's got to pull back about $6. So right now, I don't think you could buy it uh, in its uh, present. Um, you know, presently, I don't think there's a good entry point for it. But it's definitely a good watch list. It's just not necessarily a good entry point uh, on that stock right now. I was, uh, when I went into, when, uh, to uh, Tupperware. I did sell out. I did. I did sell the position out, but I was in at about uh, thirty-one. So, um, you know, that's sort of that was sort of where I, I was in. Uh, but I did sell out of Tupperware. Um, okay. So form factor. This is uh, interesting. F O R M. I did sell out of form. It. Whoa, it's up today. Not a whole lot. Thirty-two cents, but still very good. Uh, and this was on the small portfolio as well. Uh, we seem to have some, yeah, again, it's just, it's, it's doing very nicely. It's got a nice relative strength, 93. We have sales that are up, just came through earnings. I sold out before earnings, you know, but we may have, we may have something that we can buy after here because it looks like it is up 77% on the earnings. So the earnings for sure is very good on this. The next uh, earnings are in, on this, on the second, uh, on February 5th. So we got some time there. Let's see if there's any place that we could buy this thing. Uh, again, I, you know, yeah, it's just it's just cry, it's just going right up that that um, that ten day moving average. So there's really not a good entry point back into the stock. The last uh, cup with handle base was uh, the pivot was at twenty nine ninety four. So hmm. yeah, I don't. It's a it's still good. I think it's watch listable. It's it's obviously good, but this is not an optimal place to buy it unfortunately unfortunately hi jim is there a new buy point for tesla <laughs> okay well actually let's take a look at tesla and of course as everybody knows i am a tesla bull uh and i am currently out of tesla but i'm looking always for a re-entry back into the mothership so this is i've done <laughs> this has done well for me this last year uh, i started buying it at best almost a year ago now, when it hit the first buy point uh, on a unsplicit adjusted 361. So uh, let's look back to see, is there a entry point? Well, there the, the classic consolidation stage one pivot is at 502. And, of course, it's way above that. And it's pulled right almost to 600. I think that we've got to be uh, potentially interested in this if it moves beyond about 600. But Right now, it's try, it, it, it seems to be having difficulty with this level, this, this $600 level. So let's, let's go back and look at a monthly chart. Yeah, see, we're, we're almost at the all-time high for Tesla here. And this is looking at the monthly chart. So 
and but we have a relative strength of 99 and we have an upward trending um and, and the rs line is upward trending that's very bullish the only thing about this is we're a little bit low on the uh on the volume here's my thought uh on the 12th uh it will officially go into december 12th it will officially go into the S&P 500. And so I definitely think there's going to be more people that are going to have to buy it. Uh, so the question is, where can we do that? There isn't really a classic buy point, but let's, I'm just going to look at the at, at everything here. We Our sales were up, which is good. We have increasing funds, which is good. We have 34% funds, but there's still room so and we and we have cash flow. <laughs> so we've got all the all the ingredients there, don't we? Um, okay, here's the thing. I you know the last buy point was, um, you know the last buy point was five hundred two. But I do believe there's a psychological barrier at about six hundred one, six hundred two. So if it comes through that, then it's not really a buy point. It's it's a it's a potential you know place that you could buy it. I would wait to see if it could hold the six hundred dollar line. If it can then I think we're, we could buy it again. I really do. Yeah, but but uh, Tesla, it's tough to buy it uh, right now. So here we go. Uh, let, and, and Oh, okay. So there we go. Hi, Jim. Uh, new buy from Tesla. Need to wait. Uh, for it to go. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think we do, uh, HC. I think this is absolutely true. I think we need to wait for it to go above 600. The reason we wanted to wait for this is because we want to say, we want to make sure that it gets some supported about this $600 level. It seems to be, there seems to be a ceiling right below 600. If it can, if it can move above 600 and hold it for a day or two, then I think we're, I think we're off to the races again. So that's kind of where we have to be. I think with, with this, we have to wait probably until it's above 600, but it's at five uh, 93 today. So, you know, that's very strong. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's very, very strong. So that is good. Let's take a look to see if there's somebody, do you, th- uh, this is a question from TikTok from, um, from, from powder, a BAU from powder bow. <laughs> that's a sandal. Do you think CL, CRM will recover on the two week try? So let's look at CRM. And of course that's Salesforce. And as you know, they purchased, um, uh, they, they purchased Slack. Well, they have a they have a they have an agreement to purchase Slack, and when they and they announced that the thing took a dive, took a swan dive, <laughs> and will it recover? Wow, that's a good question. I think it will recover, but I just think that, you know, it's just this is not this is not the stock it was just a few months ago, uh, you know, even even on even on the daily chart. So we've got a fifty nine relative strength that is not viable in my opinion. Um, yeah, we have, and we have a pullback below, significantly below the 21, the significantly below the 40, the 40, uh, 40 day line. Uh, currently there's a second stage base and there's a pivot at 270, 16. It's at 221. So it's well below that. So really not a good place to be buying this thing. There is a bad omen here. And I want to show you this. And it's, you see, it, you, when you see this, this is kind of the, not the kiss of death, but it's it, it means a major trend change, and that is that you have this volume spike. As you can see, this huge volume spike. And by the way, this is exponential. You have this huge volume spike, and at the same time, you have this huge uh, you have this huge pullback here. This is a major sell. So what we're seeing here with CRM. I wouldn't. I would sell this thing right now because I do believe that the big boys are jumping out of this one 
you know, for whatever reason, they're jumping out of this one. So CRM, I think you got to be really careful with right now. It's only got a relative strength of 59. That's not good enough. Uh, it has a checklist of six out of nine. So that's still okay. And we do have, you know, we do have quite a few funds in this. So I do think that, you know, we could, you know, we could potentially see, and I don't think we'll see shorting yet, but we might see shorting in the stock if some of these big boys have to get out. Don't get in uh, right now. It's not a good time to be in CRM. It just, the chart says that it just isn't, isn't good. So, uh, you know, not, not, not the best thing. Hey, thanks, Martian. Let's look at Etsy, E-T-C-Y. And, of course, everybody loves this one, E-T-C-Y. Uh, and, of course, it, it, help, it actually they like it more when I spell it right, <laughs> E-T-S-Y. It had E-T-C-Y, E-T-S-Y is, is Etsy. Um, here we go. Let's look at the let's look at the um, at the uh, at the monthly. Okay, so first of all, of course, this is good. We have, you know, we have nice again. You know, this is Etsy, so we have a nice upward momentum. We pulled back a little bit today, five dollars and eighty one cents. The question is, can is there a place that we can buy this thing? Let's look. Um, and it pulled up. It's right in a buy zone right now. It is actually buyable right now. The pivot on Etsy. On the first stage consolidation, 154.88. So let me put that out there on the chat. Uh, e T S Y buy point is equal to, um, let's see, I think it's 155 is where, we're, is where yeah, 154.98. I'm sorry, 154.98. And that's the buy point on. Um, you know, that's that's the buy point on Etsy is 154.98, and that's the first stage. So we put first stage. Let's put that out there uh, for everybody uh, for the buy point uh, on the chat. And by the way, if you want to see the chat and you're on and you're looking at me on TikTok, you can just jump over to YouTube. I'm simulcasting this www.dallastradingfloor. Uh, uh, www.youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. And I'm that you'll be able to see all the chat. And of course, after the show today, it'll be up in about 30 minutes after that. You'll be able to you'll you'll also be able to see that. So Etsy looking very good. It's in a buy zone right now, and it, it's definitely viable at this level. So um, you know, I definitely like this stock a lot. Um, okay. Mr. Sid bought some CrowdStrike and AMD. Any thoughts on Neo? <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I think Neo may be needing a rest uh, because it, you know, it, it's, I'm still not convinced it's viable right now. It, it just, it's continued, it pulled back up. So we're definitely in a kind of a, kind of a price discovery mode here. Let's go to the weekly chart to kind of see, you know, general trend here. We still have a very bad general trend. As you can see, this is the weekly chart now. Not the daily, and you can see we've pulled back to the to the um, to the four, to the forty day line. Here's the thing: if this falls below the forty day line, then I think you can't buy it. But if it bounces off this forty day line, then you might have a chance on this to buy the neo again. But I wouldn't buy it today because if you can if you can look here, we have a downward trend on this 
relative strength line here. And what this is, this little blue line is, is that this is the, if you took the S&P 500 and you, uh, and, and you, and you were looking at it, this would be the, this would be the 50th percentile of the S&P 500. Okay. Now, because we always want to buy them if they're above that. So we're definitely above that. And of course, our relative strength here is 99. So we're in the top 100%, but this is over a year's period of time. So this isn't always totally accurate. But we have pulled back and we're pulling back to the 40-day line. So the, so, the, so the big picture here is if it bounces off this 40-day line, we might be able to buy this thing. Right now, we're going to have to watch list it. We can't really buy it at the level that it's at. We definitely have some nice sales increases. And remember, in uh, in 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 tech stocks, in growth stocks, we we want to see that increasing sales. That's one of the most important things. Profits typically come later because, as you know, the the uh, the market is a basically a forward looking market, typically about six to eighteen months. So, uh, if we have increasing sales, that is a good thing. So we definitely have that with Neo. Uh, let's look at the at the checklist. It's still good. Seven out of nine. That's actually quite excellent, and we do have increasing fund ownership, so it is viable. I mean, I mean, Neo is viable. It's just not viable right at this moment. My advice on this, Mister Sid, is wait a little bit. Let's see if it pounces off that forty day line. If it does, then uh, you know, then we might have then we might have something. Uh, then we might have something to do there. And oh, Palantir was down. <laughs> I I. Yeah, well, that's that happens. I mean, yeah. Let's take a look at let's take a look at Palantir to see. Um, I I read a I read a story. Uh, George Soros is heavily into the stock, and he want he's been wanting. I think he wants to short it now or something. I don't know. Uh, he 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 put out some bad press about it, so I'm not totally convinced. But it's down today, three dollars. So you know, it might be it might not be the. The right, uh, you know, the right thing with that with that downgrade. Let's look at the daily. Um, yeah, okay, we pulled up a bit today, a little bit. Uh, you know, we took that dump, and but now we're we now we seem to get some buying. So some buying has come in there. Here's one thing: Kathy Woods, who runs the Ark Invest, uh, last week bought about ten thousand shares. So I am not totally convinced that this is a lost cause, but we'll see. Set your stop losses. <laughs> Set your stop losses uh, on that. Apple. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, appreciate the question. As you know, I uh, I, I did take a position in Apple uh, just uh, just a while ago. This is going to be more slow moving. Uh, it's down at just a tad today. It's about fifty cents. Not a lot considering uh, the the value of the stock. Uh, let's look at the weekly chart. I think the weekly chart is is fairly good. Um, you know, we do have a consolidation here, and there is a potentially a pivot at at, uh, at uh, one thirty seven. Now, the question is, why did I just buy this? That's a good question, and I'm going to show you kind of why I did that. Um, when a stock trends downward like this, and it's been trending down, oops, did I get that right? There we go. It as it's it's it was trending it was trending down. You can see, and as the twenty one day line moved above. This trend line, that's where I bought it, right there. Right, right there. Oops, there we go. Right there. And and so and now it's starting to trend up. Now the question is, how long will this trend hold? Well, if we can get past this 125 uh level, and we're about three dollars away from that, then I think it will continue 
it will it will continue higher. But it may bounce. It may just go like that. It may just may just hit that and just go boom and then down. So uh, we're going to have to see. But uh, that's where I bought it, and that's the reason I bought it was because it was a trend. This is a trend, what they call a trend reversal, and basically it bounced off of this twenty-one day exponential. I prefer it if it bounced off the the forty day, but I didn't really want to wait. But I wanted to get back into Apple and start building a position. Now I have one position here. If it passes this level, which is about the one thirty-seven mark, I will add another position to it. And and Apple is, you know, it's one of those big cap tech stocks that I like. Seven out of nine on the uh, checklist. We have v- extremely good fund ownership, and we also are coming into one of their strongest seasons of the year, of course. So they should be returning fairly good numbers. Uh, they their, their, their numbers were basically even last month, but, you know, we'll see. They've, they've had increasing sales, so that's good. Uh, again, it just depends with the 5G how well that'll do. But I definitely think that it's still viable at this level. Uh, and then, but only, but don't go in with a full position, maybe only half position, until it goes past 137. And then, once it past 137, then I think you can you can go with another position. I do think it's a quality stock. So, um, you know, so it, that's really the, that's really the long and the short of it. T, uh, it's Thor 71. Can you talk about uh, Tesla going into the S&P on the 21st and the buy and hold strategy around that? Well, here's my thought on that. And I sold out of all of my positions of Tesla when it pulled back to uh, 570. I had a stop loss set there. You know, and again, of course, I moved into the position starting at about uh, uh, 450 and then and then 465 as it made the first sort of pivot. And then, uh, you know, five, 502, I put in more, and then I just let it ride up. And then what I did is I pushed my stop loss up. Now, I'm also waiting for another entry point into Tesla so I can ride it up again. I do think that we need to get past the $600 mark. Uh, that will be an all-time high for uh, Tesla if it goes past that 602 level. Uh, and I think once it does that, and once it holds that, uh, then I think we can safely start start putting into it. I do think it's going to go higher by the end of the year. So that's a very, very good question. And I will be uh, handling that on the Action Trade Alerts. So if you want to subscribe to, um, you know, to the Action Trade Alerts, very, very easy to do. All you have to do is, uh, is, is go to, you know, www.dallas trading floor. And, uh, you know, that is, um, you know, that in this sign up for the action trailers, just give you an idea of what that site looks like. Uh, if, uh, if you want to take a look at uh, what the site looks like so that you can see kind of where you need to, to go in order to, to get that, uh, this is what www.dallastradingfloor looks like. And on the homepage there, there's a subscribe free trailer. It's first, last name, and then email and hit that subscribe button and you'll be good to go. And by the way, these are the, these are just the, um, you know, these are these are the um, thumbnails for the current YouTube videos. And by the way, really appreciate it if you could uh, subscribe to uh, to Dallas Trading Floor on YouTube's at uh, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. Really appreciate it, of course, uh, if you hit that like button and uh, you subscribe to me on YouTube. That would be great. Um, all right. So next question from TikTok. Let's see. Okay. What's the book behind you? <laughs> Thank you. 
that is, and I show this because I because this is the book that kind of helped me change to, into a much much better trader. You know, because I used to I used to take a you know kind of a uh, you know, I, I, the way I approached trading was, was, was haphazard and it didn't work very well. And then I read this book called How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or Bad by William O'Neill. And, you know, that sort of changed my, that sort of changed my life. Uh, you know, and, and I just want to, I want to be, you know, upfront about it, of course, you know, hopefully it could change your life. Now I have this, I have the book on my website at, um, you know, I, I have I have the I have the book on on my website, and basically it's on the Amazon. You know, it's on Amazon, so it's so it's super easy to get. You can get it by going to my to my uh, my website www.dallastrainforum, just clicking on the book. But this is the book, How to Make Money in Stocks: A Winning System, Good Times or Bad by William O'Neill, and it's available in both the Kindle version and the paperback version on Amazon. So that is a book in, uh, that. Uh, um, you know that I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, that you can that you read, and so you kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. You know, buy points and all this kind of stuff. It's all covered in that, and it's very powerful in terms of uh, you know in, in terms of uh, in terms of that. So let's look at um, CVS. Thanks, uh, Tarika. Thank you so much for that uh, question. Let's look at that, and of course, I believe this is CVS Pharmacies. Uh, yes, CVS Health Group, and of course, one of the great things about CVS is that now have these. You know, they're not just a, they're not just drugstores anymore. They also work, and they have a you know the distribution of all kinds of health related things. So they're they're pretty strong. Uh, the healthcare structure probably will be strong if it turns out to be a Biden administration, and uh, if it does, which it's it look, looking like it will, uh, then healthcare stocks should do well. Now, there's some issues here that I want to point out. And probably why I won't be buying a stock, at least not right now. The first problem is that it only has a 47 relative strength. It does have good, uh, you know, uh, potential sales earnings growth, which I like. Uh, there, but funds are about 40 percent of the of the outstanding shareholders, and we do have increasing fund ownership, so all that's good. But the 47 doesn't really appeal to me that much. Uh, we have six out of nine on the checklist, so that's okay. That's my minimum. And the fund ownership is increasing. So those are all good. But I do have a concern, and that's relative to this RS line. Uh, it has pulled above the 200-day moving average, so that is good. I would watch this, this one. I would not buy this currently at, at, its, at its current level. I would wait on, this, wait on this one because we do have sort of a spiky kind of thing. I want to see it move convincingly above this 74 before before I would buy it. But this is a watch list stock. There one the you know the only really major concern is the lack of relative strength. I do like to buy high relative strength stocks, but this uh, stock should do very well in a in a Biden administration. So not a bad one to have on a watch list. Um, can you do a course on cover call options? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm putting together some you know chart pattern courses, and they're going to be available on the on the uh, website. On you know either on the either on the website or on um, on well actually just go to YouTube.com/slash Dallas Training Floor, and we're going to have I'm, there's a there's a, a series of videos in there that I'm making called Chart School, and in these Chart School videos I'm going to show you exactly how to do cover call options because it's such a powerful strategy. I did this you know 
I've done this for years, and it's a great way to generate uh, income, even in a market that isn't, you know, isn't going, isn't rocketing up. So it's it's a it's a tremendous strategy, uh, and I definitely will be doing something on that. So I really appreciate that, um, you know, that uh, that that thoughts thoughts on Fastly, and of course this one fell off the the, the face of the earth, and. <laughs> Fortunately, I had my stop losses set on this one. It kind of took a dive, swan dive. Uh, the question is, can it come back? Well, you know what? It's, it's funny. Sometimes when stocks take a swan dive, you know, they get right back and and get up and fight. So, this one might be might might be uh, you know might be in that uh, in that range. There was a buy point on it, and that was basically on a consolidation base at one seventeen. Of course, it's at eighty two, eighty one. The question is, can it move back up? Well, it's already starting to see some nice promise you know, on the 21 day line. And it does have a nice relative strength of 97. There has been a little bit too much selling volume for me, but we do have nice sales growth. So that's good. Um, on the checklist, uh, we have six out of nine. So that's my minimum. And we have increasing fund ownership, even with the sell-off. Now, the question is, is there a place that we could buy this thing? Well, I want to see a little bit more conviction on this. Um, typically, one of the best places to buy it is as it moves above the forty-two, uh, above the forty-day average. So we might have a good potential buying opportunity here if the trend continues. And this is the trend, so that's good. So I want to see this thing. I would buy this if it went above. Let's see if I can give you the exact number, eighty-five forty-three. So. I I I possibly would buy this one above 8543 on strong volume. So this is a watch list. So above 8543 um, on strong volume, I think that you could you could possibly get it now. I wouldn't go in with a full position on this one because um, we just don't have enough confirmation. You know, it's we really have, you know, we could do a half position at the 40-day line and then potentially another half at the pivot. 11779. So that's kind of where that's how I would um you know I would do it. And uh Real Madrid, great team, excellent team. And by the way, here in Dallas we have FC Dallas. I just thought I would put that out there for anybody that's interested in soccer, and I certainly am. Corsair gaming. Uh, right. So that's CRSR, I believe. Yeah, Corsair Gaming. Um uh, you know this one. This one has been really interesting. It's pulled right back up, up 179. So it bounced. Uh, we had a bounce on the 21-day exponential. Let's look at the um, at, at the um, at at the uh, uh, at the weekly chart here first. Um, you know we de- we had we pulled back below that 21-day line, and then boom, we moved up. There's been a fair amount of selling this week. Now this is the weekly chart. Let's look at the daily chart. Let's see if we've turned that around. Yeah, we have some we have some we have some buying coming in here, not quite as big as the selling. So there was a bounce off this 21-day line. This is not a bad place to buy it, by the way. Off of that off of that 21-day line. So the question is if it can hold tomorrow, you know, then it might be worth uh, looking at. We do have a relative strength indicator moving up. So that's good. Let's look at the, let's look at the fundamentals on the, let's look at the checklist. 7 out of 9, definitely good. And we have 55 in there. So, yeah, this is definitely, this one should be watch listed. Uh, I'm going to probably watch list. Let me put it in my little book here so that I'll have it. But I think that Corsair should be watch listed. Uh, CRSR is a symbol. I'm just going to put the watch list, things I'm going to put 
you know, possibly look to put on the watch list. But this one is buyable. It's just not buyable right at the moment. I, I want to see it. I, I want to see it. Give it, you know, a few more days to see if it moves above, you know, it stays above the 21-day line. That's where I want to see it, above that 21-day line. But I do think it's buyable and a tremendous stock. And it's really it's really been moving. Okay. Uh, any thoughts on, on Amazon? Amazon's been trending lower uh, as of late, but, you know, it's run up so much that, you know, it's still it's still a terrific stock, but it's not. It's you know every stock has its season, and as you can see, we've had a bit of a downtrend here. Let's see if I, yeah, there we go. We've we've had a bit of a downtrend. It seems like it's moving higher. Would I buy this right now? Well, I'm gonna. I would on this on Amazon. I want to see it move above this trend line, and currently this trend line is at about uh, thirty-two seventy-eight. So it's 32. So it, it, it really needs to pull up here uh, a little bit before I'd even consider it. We've had it's trending lower. So would I buy this right now? No, I'd put it on a watch list. Wait for it to move above this trend line about 3278. And then I think you might have a buy. But the thing about it is that uh, it is starting starting to flatten out. Uh, it's, you know, it's starting to it's starting to flatten out. Whereas it was moving, you know, like this, in this last little bit, we've flattened out. So I don't know. This is this is this is get this is a base pattern. This is starting to base, and you know when it pulls above the the buy point there, that's when you want to buy it, really again. So you could definitely watch this this one. I would be kind of careful on this. I would I would wait probably until it exceeded fifty two. Until uh, it exceeded 35.52, and that's the buy point on the first stage consolidation. So, I probably would wait until that happened. Uh, I mean, you could buy it a little bit early, uh, you know, if it moved past about 33.66. Uh, but right now, I think you just have to watch this and you have to watch it. Hopefully, it'll go higher, and then once it, it passes that that buy point at 35.52. That's when you want to do it. So uh, I'm going to put the buy point down for Amazon. AMZN is equal to thirty five fifty two twenty five. So that, get that out there on the chat. And by the way, uh, I for everybody on TikTok, I am uh, simulcasting on YouTube. Well, I've come to an hour, and I thank you for all your questions. Thank you so very much. Um, if you want to get on the action trailer, it's super easy to do. All you have to do is go over to um, www Dallas Trading Floor and sign up, and, and you'll be and you'll be good to go on that. I'll be back tomorrow at two thirty. Uh, hope to see you then, and uh, at least until then. <laughs>